This episode of the Red Stick Podcast, sponsored by El Rio Grande Mexican Restaurant. If you're looking for authentic, home-style Mexican food and the best margaritas you'll ever salt your lips with, go see our friend Raul Erdialis and the fun-loving staff at Baton Rouge's oldest Mexican restaurant, El Rio Grande. 8334 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Frank's. If it makes somebody laugh or turns somebody on, that's the best I can hope Shit, for. Shit, yeah. Life. Like, I don't... <laughs> I mean, how many, how many dudes you think jerked off to us out there? I hope at least one. I would hope so. Oh, guys, you, you, I saw the video. You did better than that. Hmm? Look, no question. I, I, it's, it's a point of pride. I'm a 48-year-old man. I'm in somebody's spank bank. Fuck yeah. There's some dude posting that, like, on Grinder. He's just like, Good. oh, you want to see Good. what it look like? This. Blam. That's me. Welcome to the Red Stick Podcast. Today's guests are Red Stick contributors Sonny Weathers of Sonny's Disposition fame and horoscopes writer Nick Moore. Now here's your host, the Red Stick's comedian-in-chief, Jeremy White. All right, yes, we are rolling here. Not at El Rio Grande, eighty-three thirty-four Airline Highway, That's just right. north you know of Florida, why? across from France. You know why, Jeremy? What? Why? Jeremy. Why? Why is that? Jeremy, why is that? Why? why? Why is that? Welcome to Dork. Huh? I'm Nick Moore. Yeah, and I'm Jeremy White. That's and Nick I'm Nick Moore. Moore, and you're listening to Dork. Are we? Episode one hundred seventy-three. No, it's, it's it's not. We're in the murder shop. I'm just pre-programmed. We're in, we're in murder, murder, moida, moida. We're moida. Can we release this as like a special two-part episode? I'm putting uh, it up on the Dork page. Well, okay. why not? Shit, yeah. I might need to get a little closer to the microphone there, uh, but uh, yeah, we're in murder let me shop. Just lean over. Let me just belly up to the bar here. We're in murder shop. I'm doing a little crossover here at uh, the home of Dork Podcast, sister podcast of the Red Street Podcast. This is like whenever Marvel did the uh, amalgam with DC. Yes. And they oh, had, was it Nightblade? I'm Dark Claw. Dark Claw. That's what it was. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, so, Amalgam well, Comics I mean, I was do something for James. Uh, DC and Marvel like they shared, they pulled resources and created like crossovers oh. for all the oh. characters. Oh, okay. So, okay. Dark Claw was Batman and Wolverine. Okay. And then they did some other shit that nobody cared about because it wasn't Batman and Wolverine. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, I think they crossed Superman and Captain America. Okay. I can't remember what it was called. It was called Superman and Captain America because they're the same fucking person. <laughs> Dark Claw is the only thing that mattered. So if you're used to hearing uh, uh, like chatter, restaurant chatter, and margaritas being mixed in a blender and all that, you won't hear that today. We're at uh, in Nick's Murder Shop, which is basically a really, really kick-ass uh, office slash workshop slash recording studio Slash dojo, I guess, because yeah. there's a big uh, heavy bag. place for killing prostitutes. Yeah, there's that murder. Well, yeah. Murder shop really came with the place, like it came that way. You know, because I mean, of the wiring. The the like floor. the wiring is very unique. It's not up to code. Well, it? well, no, it's up to code. It but used to be that, up to code. That, per- that particular setup that you're pointing at. Yeah, it's, it's attached to a, a light switch. There are two leads coming out with mm-hmm. alligator clips on the end, and then that runs up to a light bulb right. in the wall. And what you do is you clip those two things onto, say, a motor. Right. You flip the switch and everything's all good. Yeah. Light comes on. Light comes on. Uh, if you clip it onto somebody's nipples yeah. and flick it, light, and comes, light on, comes on and they, Blood they start smoking. Yeah. And you're making <laughs> a Mel, and you're making a Mel Gibson movie. Yeah. So when when it first got the shop, mm-hmm. like it was all empty except for a bunch of mm-hmm. uh, like shelving type things on the wall. Yeah, and if you're a listener chains, of Dork, you've heard this before. Yeah, chains hanging from the ceiling, uh, bits of loose rope. Okay. And, and flesh. We were walking through mm-hmm. with a friend of ours. She's like, "This is like a murder shop." I was like, "Blam! Totally Boom. murder shop. Perfect name. name. That's it. Yeah, anime. To, some anime over there. Yeah, I'm about mm-hmm. to do some renovations 
this giant desk. There is a first aid kit, though, or the, is that? No, it's a real first aid kit. It's a real first aid kit. Okay, it's a very cool looking first you want, aid you kit. You want to be able to. He's got some, some Shakespeare band aids in there. Yeah. I see that. They have little, okay. little uh, Shakespearean insults on them. For whom the death tolls. That's <laughs> 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 Hemingway. Yeah. Um, but like. <laughs> I thought it was Metallica. My B. <laughs> uh, but. Um, um, yeah, you want to have a first aid kit in your shop so that you don't have to go inside. Oh yeah, to get band aids. So the wife goes. See, that is. What did smart. you do? No, don't worry. No, about take it. care of it yourself. Yeah, you come you in. Cut with a, a finger or two. Nah, just rub a little dirt on it. Yeah, put it on some ice. Uh, cornstarch. And glue it back on. Well, no. No, it's gone. Oh, is yeah, it? That's, yeah, most of the time that. Yeah. Okay, I thought you could. What just... light through yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Arise, fair sun, and kill the envious moon that is already sick and pale with grief. Bitch, I know Shakespeare. You see what effect this has on on Sunny? I see that. It straightens so, his shit right classy. out. It's so inspiring. <laughs> it's an inspiring environs, is what it he is. He really, he, he really has a kind of a chameleon to his environment. Mm-hmm. You can sit him just about anywhere, and he'll he'll just ease in. He's still, yeah. little, still a little sunny, but oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's been a few weeks since we've uh, recorded. Uh, we've had a few things happen since then. We had uh, Spanish Town, Mardi Gras. It was fucking happened. awesome. Had a little rain, but uh, all it did was barely. barely. I mean, it wasn't nearly what a lot of people were, were worried like, about. It's going to be death and fucking locusts coming from the sky. Bitch, it, it didn't even start raining until we started rolling, and even then it was very it was light. A mist. It was a mist. Like, it was basically just like a, a, a heavy humidity day. It was. It was just one of those regular Louisiana days where the humidity is at like 473%. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just one of those. Yeah, it was just enough to uh, bring up the nipples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would again like to apologize for that. Okay. Yeah, Sonny, I saw a lot of uh, questionable pictures of you. I mean, I don't expect less from the Spanish Jump Parade, mm-hmm. but I mean... Did you see the video? There's a video that somebody shot, very professionally, by the way. It looked like they were on like a, a track, whereas yeah. like they did a 180 around us. It's like oh. they were very light on their feet. It was like uh, it was like every um, Fast and Furious movie where it's just in rotation. You're yeah, rotating I, I around the scene. Gone. I wish I wish it would have been filmed on like one of those iPhones where like it's normal, 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 slow mo, mm-hmm. normal, normal, normal. Yeah, that would have been hot. Like whenever you get behind me and you're doing like your terrible humping of the air. I was horrible at that. That's you gotta right. just grind, man. When I was you, doing. You're gonna yeah. hump another dude. You gotta yeah. make like, contact. And you gotta just as I was getting ready to reach for the, like if you had hair, I was reaching for your bees. Like uh, come here, bitch. Oh, I guess as long as you weren't reaching for my dick. Yeah. But everybody's like, uh, well, I say everybody. Some of the people I showed that to, they were like, like. Really? You do that? You did that? And I was like, it was funny. Like, yeah. Sonny's on the ground, like going to town, humping on the it, ground. So I'm like, out, all right. So, so it, I, I get it behind. It did start him. out as one arm push ups. Yeah. And then uh, somebody started dancing. And, and you got to remember, all these floats are lined up for hours and they're all playing music and yeah. they had some banging music going on at the time. And Sonny's feeling was, great. Uh, what song was that? Uh, ice Cream Paint Job. Okay. Uh, and and it started out as like, I don't I don't you know, ten year old Sonny, still controlling the controlling the reins in there, mm-hmm. was like yeah I can do one arm push ups and it started one one arm push ups and then the beat got to me and then the next thing you know he's on the ground yeah. going to town and I'm like whoa this is an opportunity a if I run for public office that's not going to be what disqualifies me no no this, it'll be the body this this this, <laughs> this podcast would keep me out of public office long before like they they they'd have to unroll like a like a scroll the length of a phone book if you made a phone book into a greek scroll <laughs> 
And the last thing on that list would be like, oh yeah, and he he danced really poorly while drinking at a parade. And had some dude pretending to fuck yeah. him from behind. And who doesn't have that at Spanish Town? Exactly. But dude, honestly, if you ran for public office, it would probably be local. You would run as a Republican. And at this point, there's not a lot that could yeah. discount. I mean, no, I, I mean, could put that video on my ad and be like, hey, I couldn't be worse, could I? Yeah. <laughs> I I enjoy celebrating yeah. our local customs. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm LGBT friendly. Look at this. Yeah, we were a hit. That's true. That's what I we said. were a hit in the LGBT community, I hear. And look, I yeah. said, that's, I, I told one of my friends that, and they were like, well, doesn't that bother you? And I was like, hey, if it makes somebody laugh or turns somebody on, that's the best I can hope Shit, for. Shit, yeah. Life. Like, I don't. I mean, how many, how many dudes you think jerked off to us out there? I hope at least one. I would hope so. Oh, guys, you, you, I saw the video. You did better than that. Hmm? Look, no question. I, I, it's, it's a point of pride. I'm a 48-year-old man. I'm in somebody's spank bank. Fuck yeah. yeah. There's some dude posting that like on Grindr. He's just like, Good. oh, you want to see what it look like? This. Blam. That's me. You like that shit? Yeah. It's a couple bears dry humping yeah. in front of a yeah. parade. And, and, and like, that's like, I couldn't, I couldn't give a shit. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm not like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. I was like, you know, we, we were having fun. Exactly. If, if somebody's like, that's the hottest thing I've ever seen, then I appreciate the compliment. Damn straight. Thank you, sir. And if somebody's Thank like, you. If, if somebody's like, look, look at this horrible dancing. Yeah. You should see. And that was me sober. You ought to see how terrible I dance when I'm really drinking. Well, that's the beautiful thing about hitting this point in life and maintaining a sense of humor is that w- to maintain that, mm. uh, you slowly, after I'd say about 25, you start sloughing off layers of give a fuck. Yeah. And you get to, like, I'm, I'm about to hit 40. <laughs> and I, I haven't. I got nothing left. I really don't care anymore. Yeah, you run out of hair. Which one drew you run out of first? Hair or fucks to give? I, I, I ran out of fucks. Yeah, and I, that's and that's saying a lot because I started running out of hair at like twenty six. Yeah, I mean, look at me. Just yeah. Same thing. Same thing. So me. you you're about to turn forty. <laughs> I turned forty last Sunday. Yeah, you did. And did you? Yeah. Happy birthday! Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I sent you a thing. Yeah, you did. But I didn't. I didn't. It didn't, it didn't re- click I, when you were coming over. I didn't register. Oh, it's Sunny's fortieth birthday. Well, it's not anymore. It now it's just fucking Wednesday. Like that was Sunday, the eighteenth. <laughs> but like for me, I did. I did like there was like I didn't care about turning forty until like, there was like a week left, and I was like, oh, oh, I'm I've got single digits in my thirties left. Like oh, that's whenever I was like. Boy, I'm looking around at other people my age because I work with some people who turned 40 like like a week before me and then one of them like a month before me. And I look at him and I'm like, Jesus, he looks like an adult with his shit together. Mm-hmm. Like he's at work wearing khakis and like a button down and got like a good haircut. And I'm I'm here and well, I, it does make me feel better that the other two guys on this podcast are both wearing T-shirts that I designed. Yeah. Well, I, here's what happened today. Yeah. I I left work, went to the gym, got home, jumped in the shower, got out of the shower, I, and the dogs were going ape shit. Because I was at the door, I didn't realize he was in the shower. I saw so, his truck was here, and I was like, "Oh, Nick's here. okay, good. I'm a little early." Well, I thought I I thought I had six minutes left, which is enough time for me to like cool off and then six, put on real clothes. And six minutes so is enough I'm time like for a Dougie Filipino Fresh to get on on duck on, farmer on on on. on. Mm-hmm. Six minutes. Six minutes, Dougie Six Fresh. Six minutes. And you're on. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're it's on. Nick, Nick is looking That's like, how you can tell that Nick's the youngest in the room, because he doesn't get that reference. You look about as lost as I did when y'all started talking about uh, Black Claw, whatever. Bear Claw. Jesus, racist? What, claw. I'll, bear African Claw, American Black Claw. claw. Also known as Black Panther. He had a big opening last weekend. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you saw it. Awesome. The... Uh, the uh, 
the best picture I saw about that, the best meme was uh, the scene from Get Out where the dad was talking to the the guest, the star of the show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I saw Black Panther this opening weekend. And uh, it was like every white person last week. It was, well, have you ever seen Get Out? You've never seen I've Get seen Out? Seen oh, for, okay. me, for me, it was really difficult. Uh, like, I didn't get what all the hype was about. Because, like, like, I thought the cinematography was terrible. Like, the video was tilted. And then, like, the, the day scenes were way too bright. And the night scenes were way too dark. And the audio seemed like it came from a different copy altogether. Like, I don't, <laughs> really? I don't get it. But I still thought it was a great film. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it, it yet weird. because I haven't seen Ragnarok. That dropped yesterday. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's it, weird. I, th- I thought the same thing about Ragnarok. I was like, Marvel gets all these hype for their movies. Yeah. You think they'd have and, like some better production. Like, like, they were like, who, they, spent, they spent like $200 million on this. Yeah. Like, hey, hold would, the camera straight. You would think they would tell the gaffer to stop slurping his drink or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you do it. Why do they let fucking extras walk in front of the camera like that and nobody says cut? Dude, I, I, I avoid movie theaters now for a variety of reasons. But like, not the least of which is that I have a very thin skin when it comes to like, mm. hey, we're we're watching a movie. Shut up! I couldn't like, I couldn't do I that in the comfort of you wrote my an own article about theater. that experience what a year or two ago. You no, know, it was it was, was last summer. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was an interesting read. It was I, really a, a a deep delve into the psyche of of Nick Moore. I'll and, go see Star yeah, Wars was, movies uh, opening weekend uh-huh. because the people that go to see Star Wars opening weekend. They're serious about that shit. Like, it's not... You're not going to have, like... Our 15-year-old cheerleading group is going to go see Star Wars on the second night it's open. No. No. That ain't... No. Uh Uh-uh. It's motherfuckers in Chewbacca costumes. Like, like everybody's got a lightsaber. (laughs) Well, it's better now that, like, so many theaters, you can book your seat, you know? And kind of... Like, and I had a good experience with the last Star Wars movie. Like, I kind of went and saw in the theater, and she, like, got a seat at the end of the aisle... You know, and the the family that sat next to us was like they were cool. Like the chick's chair wouldn't lay back, and like I tried to fix it, and you know, but but it was you know everything's blocked off, and you're kind of watching it by yourself, mm. and you know I that's better than with the rose where I can see the guy on his phone. Like I can't see mm-hmm. if if you want to fuck around on your phone, I can't see it anymore. That's Great Star Wars opening weekend, you don't see that. Yeah, nobody stands in front of your camera on Star Wars opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Respectful respect. That's still like my top rated comment on Reddit mm. was, uh, what's the one thing you hate in a movie theater? I said, assholes that keep walking in front of my camera. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's for the podcast, folks. That doesn't happen. That's one of the reasons that I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Because um, I hadn't seen Black Panther yet. Yeah. James saw it the night it came out. Right. And I knew that if we did the podcast this week, there was no like not talking about Black Panther. Right. Like, James, that's... We're, so horseshit! He kept Neil. He kept Neil Gaiman a secret for a month. Right. I'm dude, still pissed about that. Dude, he didn't even text me. Nothing. He took that picture a long time ago, and he didn't send it to me like out of nowhere. So yeah, but mm. but I knew that like okay, I, I need to see Ragnarok, and then I need to see Black Panther, and I I don't I, James is you know, I I knew he he really is looking forward to talking about this. So I yeah, I was like, well, we'll just skip this week. We'll double over and. Well, we haven't seen it yet, but we definitely are going to go see it soon. Just yeah. uh, it, things been crazy at the house and other stuff, but it's all good. That um, last, that last one on the list. Mm, sure. What IMDb? What is that? Yeah, it's IMDb. IMDb. Okay. So uh, I can sunny- make that happen before we leave. You know, if you got a cable, it's a DVD. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> so we didn't win any. We didn't win any awards with the uh, the float. But we ever? you know, I, it's, it's been a while. You know, years ago we did, but we honored Jim work. You know, you R.I.P. Know, Jim. If if they asked the fans, yeah, you know, not not the fans' the, choice award, not people what? in the judges stand, but if right. they just asked the common rabble. Exactly. Yeah, the we had dicks hanging off your the, uh, Yeah, we yeah, did. We did. We I mean, oars, oars. There were oars. A lot of dicks on that float too. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there were there were dong oars because the theme was uh, Game of Thongs, mm-hmm. and uh, so Jim Work passed away in December. He was the founder of our mm-hmm. uh, co-founder of our crew, Royal Mister Crew Generic Yo. He was also co-founder of the uh, Mardi Gras, the, the Spanish Town Ball. Yeah, he used and, to cruise around <clears> on that, that big uh, John Deere. Chopper, right? Uh, no, not him. Um, some, I think that was fish. Yeah, you're thinking of fish. Fish, 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 fish yeah, fish and his angel wings and the pink mustache. Fish passed away a few uh. months before, but um, so we honored both of them. We had pictures of both of them on all the floats. It was really cool. And uh, so Jim uh, was a, a proud Viking Norse uh, heritage and everything. Mm-hmm. So we were like, you know what? We're gonna do another ship. We did a ship last year. We're gonna do another one this year. We made it a Viking he, ship. He starred in Norse and South. <laughs> I'll show myself out. Thank you. <laughs> uh, putting the dicks in Mason Dixon. Uh, so we uh, we decided. Hold on, I got something right here. You can kill yourself with. <laughs> so we decided instead of uh, we're just like everybody's gonna be doing thongs and all this other shit. So we're like, hey, how about we do this? Why don't we do lame old thongs, lame old dongs? I'm sorry, lame old dongs, and. Uh, the uh, so we have a Viking ship with a big banner on the front, like a sail honoring Jim, and uh, and we have shields, pairs of shields, big pink two foot in diameter shields, round shields, round two shields. shields next to each other, and then between those pairs of shields, we had an oar made of uh, HVAC, uh, a dryer vent, six inch oh, dryer, dryer vent, vent wrapped in right. pink duct tape, and then uh, fashioned at the end is this beautifully uh, phallic head. Foam head uh, that yeah, Mike because, Cavell because you need you got to cut through the water. Yeah, and Mike Cavell it was both our brewmaster, uh, our crew brewmaster. He, he home brewer. He did a keg of IPA uh, for the float. Oh, for the float, yeah, yeah. that's really cool. That awesome yeah. stuff. And he's our crew moil. He designed the head, <laughs> and we spent a couple of Saturdays at their house in Kenilworth. Um, Looking at pictures, trying to get it just right. Just get just right. We were literally playing feeling, with giant. Feeling, we were literally gi- playing with giant dicks and uh, loving, touching, squeezing. Uh, yes, fourteen of them. I'm vindicated now. And we put them on there, and we were trying to figure out how to attach them. And then on those, each of those uh, oars were the names and pictures on the heads. We had literal dickheads mm-hmm. of uh, fourteen different men that uh, have gone down recently because of. Uh, Sexual misconduct allegations. They made women go down on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we had fourteen. We had like uh, Mario Batali, John Besh. We had a cook. On, you know, we had uh, Bill O'Reilly. We had um, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Firestein, uh, Spurlock. Trump. I do the same thing. I've been watching. I'm Spacey, sorry. Spacey. <laughs> uh, Franken. You know, a bunch of. Uh, we had a Franken dick. We literally had a Franken dick on our float had this year. Had a CK year. too. Yeah, we had a Louis CK. So uh, and and it was designed so we we spaced them out so that somebody was was there Extended, on each yeah. on each orb S- standing and, right behind it right and so when we passed the judges uh, D- Dave who was in charge of the music 
when we passed the judges out of bullhorn to make sure everybody knew what they were doing and uh we're walking because i enjoy walking now it's kind of cool because uh, it's almost like you're Talking in the crowd CrossFit more jesus yeah mm. <laughs> the walking is kind of fun though the uh it's very interactive with the with the crowd, the unwashed masses. Get there. off! Get off! Yeah! Get off! I had one girl. We were walking, and I had the we had the cloaks. You know, the, basically we found them at TJ Maxx, and they had these really badass cloaks. But all they were were pink, furry sleeping bags, and we fashioned them like cloaks. On well, you got to just outfit. get the the, the furry uh, bath mats. That's what that's what yeah John we Snow we thought about that, you, but the sleeping bags yeah. were badass, and they were length. lighter. They were lighter, and and we're walking. I saw the pictures. You looked, and, you looked authentic. And they had a one girl. I walked by, and she was like, "I just want to reach out and pet you." Did you pull your dick out? No, I thought I thought about pet it. Pet it. Yeah, pet it. What are you gonna do? Pet Kick me. me out? Pet me. It's literally Bye. the thing. Pet it. Uh, so uh, when pet we passed it. the judges, the song uh, Led Zeppelin's "Immigrant Song" came on. Nice. Yeah. This is about Vikings. Vikings crossing. Yeah. And we're going in front of the judges, and I made sure that everybody on each side, the seven people on each side who were manning or womaning the dongs, were rotating them in, were helicoptering and stroking their dongs in the correct direction. Because we want to all make sure the ship was moving forward. You know, one side is going clockwise, the other side is going counterclockwise. fucking water on the float looked really good, too. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Thanks, Wayne. And he bragged about it enough. And uh, <laughs> so, oh, and the parting shot on the back, Valhalla, Valhalla at your boy, Valhalla at your boy, and uh, I made a shirt out of that too. Yeah. But since I hashtag Game of Thrones, HBO was like cease and desist. I was like, your show's not even about Vikings, you assholes. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure nobody on I, I've never heard uh, uh, Khaleesi be like Valhalla at your boy. Yeah, I'll, I'll, did y'all at least shoot flaming arrows into the crowd? No, maybe next year. I mean, we threw a bunch. Of, I threw some spears. He did in throw. The crowd. He, yeah, he did throw some spears. Did you light him on fire first? No, no, no. You always half-ass everything. I know, I know. But it was you're, badass. Yeah, I mean, it was you're the, right. I do. I can't. I can't <laughs> even deny. It. Yeah, I do. But I was really proud of our crew. I mean, uh, some of those dongs were manned by women, and they did a great job. I was worried about somebody getting drunk and going crazy, like helicoptering the fuck out of it, and then breaking it, and then it would literally be a broke dick motherfucker. Why are you staring at me? No, you weren't up. You weren't. You didn't have a dong. I you know, were, that's you why, were up that's top why you where put they didn't me up have top. Dong. That's right. So you it, couldn't row. No. Don't let him touch things. I did row. I just took my dick out. <laughs> Stroke. Stroke. Stroke that dog. It's, it's, it's mediocre on a good day, and it just blended in with my pink camouflage pants. So. Yeah. You should have at least rigged up like two of them. With a with a tube going through and then like a can of whipped cream on the we back. We thought end. about that. Somebody suggested that on the morning of. I'm like, you know what? Next year we're doing that. We're like putting some tubing and we're we're going to shoot out some uh, some cream or something. Do you something. know how many times we've talked about doing tubing and shooting stuff out? And we've we know we did one never year. We did that one year when it stormed yeah. in 2011. Not yeah, the stormy and, and how year. How did that fucking work out for us? Terrible because it stormed. And no, could see it. it was fucking awesome. Even though it stormed like a bitch that year, that was the year we thought we were going to get uh, hit with a tornado yeah. in the middle of the parade. I, know, I, know, I, I was thankful we had a, a hard hat on because I thought we were about to get hailed. Like, I hate to steal a joke was. from another podcast, but you know, if I did take it out, it looks like a button on a fur coat. <laughs> so, yeah, that year we had Palin, a blow-up doll fixed up like Fish Palin jokes. on the front. And that was the the BP blows and WikiLeaks. Like a kielbasa on the We had we had we had a blow up doll on the front upside down. I should fixed up this. fixed up like Sarah Palin, and I had rigged up a a, a pump up sprayer with water and and black uh, food coloring, mm-hmm. and had the tubing set up to where it would come out her hooch, 
when we passed the judges, and she sprayed oil out of her pussy uh, when we passed the judges, and it worked out beautifully. It was Take gorgeous. That. It was gorgeous. Satire. It was. It was. Man, I, awesome. I was doing like a, like a real quick Snapchat just around the room, mm-hmm. just a quick video, mm-hmm. and of course it's while Jeremy's like, and she's shooting oil out of her pussy. <laughs> Let me go ahead and just X that out. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. So we didn't get any awards, any official awards. Uh, however, the next day, uh, Shannon and Mike, uh, the guys, our our, our our dong fashioners. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, who helped us out? Pinacistas. Yeah. Ho- uh, hopefully they brought a uh, blue bag with them down to New Orleans because it's got all the provisions to keep you safe in the case of fucking any emergency. A blue normally, bag? I, normally I carry green bag with me, but in the event of rain, I have blue bag, which is the same thing, but it's waterproof, uh, which has like everything for a hangover or an illness or a cut. It's basically a first aid kit with a bunch of other awesome shit in it. Oh. And I left it on the float. Oh, shit. Uh, I think Mike has it. He does. He That's does. What I no, I told him I was like, bring it to New Orleans. You may need it. Okay. So the next day, and here's the thing. Here's a full full disclosure. 48-year-old man from South Louisiana right here, never been to New Orleans Mardi Gras parade. Get the fuck Ever. out. Ever. Sorry. I grew up in home, and we had decent Mardi Gras down there. So I was like, yeah, I'll just go here. Did you? And then, you know, Baton Rouge, I was like, you know, I'll be honest. I was a little scared. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to go to New Orleans by myself. So... But they were our Sherpas. They said, hey, "Look, we got a seventeen-year-old girl. I can understand that." <laughs> they were. They had. A, they were our Sherpas. They had a spot on St. Charles where they meet up with some folks, and they said they have a deal with Avenue Pub where you can go in there, you buy a drink, you get a ticket, and you can use the bathroom, all that good stuff. So we went down there. They had a place. To, they knew where to park. They, it's not their first rodeo. Yeah. So or Mardi Gras. Yeah. So we've been. So we went down there. and We caught uh, Toth, which is really cool. Uh, then right after that is Box of Wine, which is like one of my favorite parades now because it's a walking crew the last maybe 10 minutes. And but they all carry wine? It's all box wine. Uh, black box, Franzia, Naked Grape. And it was awesome because we were standing next to this uh, group of young people uh, and one of whom was celebrating a birthday. And he was in his costume with like a life preserver around his waist and some shit. And he was all dre- they were all dressed up in costume. And the other dude was like telling everybody as they came down, it's my friend's birthday. It's my friend's birthday. So they proceed to try to drown this guy for the next 10 minutes with Full box one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I've got the video rolling and, and the costumes and all this other shit is hilarious. There's I a, haven't seen these well, videos. I saw the Have picture of the, uh, the Black there's Knight. A video. We passed it the video. Yeah, that's part of it. Uh, yeah. The Black Knight. So the, yeah, they the, ran the wine yeah. through his the stump Yeah, there's his a arm. stump arm, the bone. Like mm-hmm. what there, normally There's been too much shit on social media for me to actually scroll through my feeds. So oh. you're just going to have to send me the video. Okay. But it's, yeah, the, the, the and what you miss is because everybody's like, oh, this shit, it's the Black Knight squirting wine out of his severed arm. Is There's a king with him. The king is right there with him as well but people miss it because it's, it's oh, the fucking yeah. black knight yeah. there's a gin and jews it's a it's a girl who's wearing like a, a flag of israel on as a cape uh-huh. and she's got a crown and she's got a big old bottle and it says gin and jews and she's like gin and jews and you just go and tilt your head she's gonna pour some gin and jews in your mouth and there's another chick who's got like uh, tit wine titties and with a nice dress and she pops them out and she you know squirts the wine in your mouth right there and uh there's a the, the the kicker at the end was this uh, this this girl who was uh, dressed as a giant box of wine, and she comes over and she goes straight makes a beeline for this dude and he's like telling people I'm not of legal age he's he's trying to turn people away because he's like he's about to pass out uh-huh. he's about to puke with all the wine he's just drank mm-hmm. and she's he's like go straight Murphy's yeah she, and she's like get down like get down from my box 
right now. I don't have time for this shit. And he's like, so he finally gets down. And she props this box of Franzia on her, her box shoulder uh-huh. and opens it up and feeds him one. She takes off. It it was the most glorious I thought fucking... you were going to say like, she was going to whip out a, her cock. No, no, no. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a... Like make him funnel wine. Yeah. Uh, well, there was that. I thought she was gonna have like a funnel between her legs. There was a funnel, but it was a, it went in reverse. So this this girl, she's got like a vuvuzela, and she's blowing it as she's coming down the street, and she comes to this dude, and she blows in the vuvuzela, and she ducks down and puts the horn up towards him, and she's like, "You you got to pour it in." He's got beer, and she and so he pours the beer down her vuvuzela into her mouth, and she just lets it dribble out like it's real shit. She's like, "Nah, bruh, I ain't drinking this swill," and she she's like, "Nah, fuck this," and she takes off. It was fucking hilarious. It's I mean, is it's, what that is. it's some shit that you would never ever see in fucking Baton Rouge, and that's why you need to go to New Orleans. Um, you'd never see that. Bacchus, hey, Blaine Kern, mwah, beautiful. God knows how to put on a fucking show. Yeah, yeah, we've all been to Bacchus. I hadn't. First it was time, awesome. First we ended we up, can... we ended up on the fucking curb. Like my wife actually got hit by a bass drummer in, a, in like I think Southern's band. We're, that's how close we but were. But that was the first time. Yeah, like, like she got hit by somebody in Southern's band. <laughs> Just one, not not a section. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jokes shit. of the podcast, Eddie. Jesus. Uh, but it was fun. We had a blast. Oh, oh, and back to the Spanish time parade. That's get out of so we're we're in uh, we're on St. Charles by uh, Uterp by the Burger King. And we go into Avenue Pub afterwards. Grab see, some see, grub. I, I don't, I use don't know, the bathroom. I don't know the. I don't know the, the new uh, euphemisms it's, it's by, or like uh, Avenue Pub. Like when when I used to go down there, uh-huh. it was we were catty corner from the K and B. Okay. Well, we were across the street from the K, from the Burger King. Uh, uh, that, I want to say we that's were in, in the, the neutral ground area. It might be. It might be really close. I, I, I'm sure the. KMB is just like a like a Rite Aid or a CVS now. Who knows? Who knows? If, if you know where the Rite Aid is on St. Charles, it used to be a KNB, and I used to get fucking train wrecked in that bitch <laughs> on KNB brand vodka. Fuck yeah! And then KNB brand orange juice. And then you get hungry, grab some KNB ice cream. Yeah. Shit yeah. Well, there's also that was also it's also near the Copelands on St. Charles. Ooh. Is is it St. Charles or is it a block off? Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was my, drunk and high a lot my, back then. My first New Orleans Mardi Gras, I was. Uh, 19 I think Ooh, mm-hmm. I was 16 well like and I again I wasn't like I wasn't I didn't do I mean 18 mom I didn't do th- I smoked I drank on occasion but like I didn't do a lot of stuff and I went down with some like people that did things and so I'm driving some hard hitting motherfuckers well I'm driving mm-hmm. and they're like Nick Nick you need to stay up I'm like what and so th- that's been many things were still a thing mm, and so God, yeah. yeah they they gave me one I'm like what is this and like oh it's just, it's gonna wake you up and I was like ah, I don't know it's not gonna do anything so they gave me like four so mm, we're, that, we're, that crew next to us needed some many things because after that box of wine parade they, they both I'm like fuck y'all half our age fucking young kids the man. sun they, was still up young kids ain't got the stamina because they didn't do the drugs like we used to it's true so I get down there and I'm like I'm I'm smoking clothes because like mm. chain smoking them because yeah, I'm I'm like because you're fucking speeding yeah like crazy because you're on meth and this <laughs> this Hawaiian couple comes up and they're like we're from Hawaii hey guys you you got clothes we'll give you a joint for one of those <gasps> and I was Ooh. like the people with me were like yeah do it so I did it and it was the first time I ever smoked weed oh really Hawaiian so weed too I'm, I'm like mm. I'm I'm, Maui, I'm on speed and, and weed and and so the whole experience as I remember it is like the Mardi Gras scene in um, Oh, God, Living Let it Die? No, no, no. The one, uh, Jack Nicholson and um, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Fonda. 
fucking oh oh oh, oh fuck easy rider yes. easy rider okay yeah which is like it. a blur yeah it's like that like i have uh, flashes of of it yeah but i don't remember it clearly or fondly but did you have fun at the time i didn't Oh, you didn't. I have didn't. Fun. I really didn't. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of people you, here. Yeah, you were and, freaking uh, out too much. Too yeah, and there was nowhere we couldn't go anywhere to get a drink. Like yeah. everything's full. Yeah, and there's this stank everywhere. Yeah, and I had really good weed in many things one time too, and it was with two other people, and I felt the same way. I was like, oh, this too many this, people. This doesn't feel. No, it was because your mind oh. is going slow from the weed. But your body is going a thousand miles an hour. Oh, you're yeah. Because many you're, things yeah. oh, okay. is meth. Yeah, many things is ephedra. I could see where that combination would be. Just yeah, okay, mm, yeah. It okay. wasn't great. No, it wasn't it a great not. time. It's and, like and, listening and to and a Diane time, Rehm interview. It makes time go really yeah. fucking slow too. <laughs> like a Diane Rehm. It's like a Diane Rehm interview where you're like, just your brain just you get whiplash because. Somebody that she's interviewing is talking normally or maybe a little fast because she talks so fucking slow. They have to use up all, they have to minimize the airtime they they eat. Yeah, they got to catch up. We're burning behind. And so you got somebody talking really fast like this and they're explaining and then they go to that and die. And God bless her. I know she was, but it it gave me mental whiplash listening to that show. Christopher Reeve interview. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's dead. She's a little chattier. Oh. She's a little chattier. Yeah. Because her jaw had unhinged had some... and fallen off because the sinew snapped because he'd been in the Look. ground so long. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know that it, she had some issues. She had some health issues, and she had to really learn how to talk and mm-hmm. everything like that. She's still, God she's still a cogent her. and intelligent human being who might want to take up writing. Yes. That doesn't mean you belong on radio. Basically, she was the Dick Clark of public radio. I don't, I don't know who y'all are talking about. You don't want to know. If, she, she was, she's an interviewer. Um, and yeah. she, on, on NPR, and she's she's very uh. good, but she had I can't remember what. what it wasn't happened. a stroke; is, it is was it, something. Is, is it like she was great until then? Like like for me, she was good. I mean, for me, I used to be super conservative in my politics, mm-hmm. uh, and then Rush Limbaugh got all uh, drugged out and lost his hearing, mm-hmm. and it made his voice change and sound really weird and awkward for a while. And I was like, I can't, I can't fucking listen to this shit anymore. I listened to it every day for years, and then one day I couldn't hear it anymore, and I was like, boy, I feel a lot better now that I'm not listening to politics for six hours a day. And you know what? Hey, maybe maybe gay people can be married, and I shouldn't give a fuck about that, because that's their deal. All right, good for them. Awesome. Re- remember, uh, what was it? The Changed old a lot Ron- of shit for me. <laughs> Ronnie's from, Ronnie from Hoppers. Hoppers, the old yeah. one, Drusilla. They yeah. used to have a rush room. Remember when that yes. was the thing? Rush rooms? Dude, when I was a you freshman, know, I don't remember. Oh, my, my dad this, for a while had a bumper sticker that said he was ditto head. Ditto head. Okay, the so there were. Uh, this is rush. how deep in it I used to be. Like my freshman year of high school, I'd wear a jacket to school so that I could have my I could have my Walkman inside the inside jacket pocket. And I would run the run my run it up the sleeve. headphones up my sleeve yep. and just listen to fucking you were Rush during the day. Such a fucking rebel, man! Just sticking it to the man. Well, listening the to thing, Rush what was Limbaugh. crazy? What was crazy is like I believed in like the politics of it. But I'd still, I'd still like walk out of class, and if somebody looked at me, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" And somebody might get hit. Like, <laughs> so you're uh, more of a modern conservative than than. Uh, and now, but now <laughs> back then, yeah. now, you were ahead of your time. Now yeah. I'm, I'm now I'm a social, uh, uh, fiscal conservative. Like, hey, give me back more of my fucking money. Like, I don't, I don't care. You can say whatever you want about trickle down. If it means I get an extra dollar in my paycheck, fucking right. Uh, Especially when the Democrats followed up with the Democrats in Louisiana that are running Louisiana, like, 
Oh, yeah, the government gave all this tax break. You got like another 50 bucks in your check every week. Awesome. We're taking it. Raising state taxes by $51. Fucking assholes. Yeah. So, but, a, a but rush that's why. Room. So, like, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I'm, I'm fiscally conservative. Yeah, socially, but little. socially, I, don't if, give if, a if fuck. It's like it's like Chris if Rock. It's like when it comes to if you're a couple you know, adults, I couldn't give a fuck what you're doing. Yeah, when it comes to my taxes, I'm conservative. When it comes to legalizing prostitution, I'm liberal. Like, yeah, I think most people lie around, right around there, and the ones that are on the, the loud ones on either side are the ones that you hear all the time. That people are like, oh, those people. That's mm-hmm. why I'm this, but you're not that. And no, look, you're in look, the you're floating around in the middle. And look, I would love to be I would love to grease, be yeah. all on the legalized weed campaign too because, you know, I smoked a lot of weed and I didn't, you know, I never had a problem with it. My problem with the legalization of weed is it's never you never have like a like a bank president or a CEO who's like, you know what, maybe we should legalize marijuana. It's always some asshole who hadn't showered in like two weeks wearing a tie-dye shirt. He's like, it's medical, man. Like, we should have some marijuana. Well, there's like, also libertarians, but they're not the best uh, advertisement yeah, for legalization they, Well, that's of, the problem, too, either. because they don't stop at weed. They're like, and heroin. And it's like, whoa, whoa. I've never had. And then they fucking, can't remember. They're running for president, and they yeah. can't remember Aleppo. What yeah. the fuck is Aleppo? A weed. <laughs> some someone who smokes a lot of weed has never broken into my car to get money for weed. This is true. People on heroin and crack and meth, they'll fucking kill you for a nickel. Yeah. To get yeah. a nickel's worth of heroin or crack, like you got to draw a line somewhere. Like, yeah. hey, you know what? Weed's a plant. They just grow it and they dry it out. And you smoke it. If it's got to go through like some sort of chemical process, yeah. Like, have you ever seen the shit they got to do to make heroin? If you got yeah, you got. If you got to cook it, mm, but but uh. heroin, heroin, like they have to like they process part of it in one part of the desert. And then the other part of the desert's more suitable to do the rest of it. So then they carry it like 1,100 miles. And they're like, now we'll do this other chemical product. Nah, bro. No. Like, no. weed's a plant. I get it. It's a plant. It grows from the ground. But you the water problem with libertarians is they're like, and mm. meth. No. no. Like, many things aren't even good. People's heart explodes. So a rush room is basically, it was a movement across America where you had restaurants that set up a spot because Rush would come on like 11 to 2 central time whatever mm. lunchtime right so uh, Ronnie's uh, Ronnie I guess that was his name yeah, He's yeah dead. Ronnie from Hoppers yeah. Ronnie from Hoppers hey it's Ronnie from Hoppers he used to have really good burgers yeah anyway it's basically they set up a room it was like a, a side room where if you went yeah, there during lunchtime 11 to 2 guess what was on the speakers was it Rush Rush Rush, yeah, Rush Limbaugh you got to eat lunch and listen to Rush Limbaugh and on days when they had guest hosts it was just Rush the band yeah, there's that. Yeah. Wasn't nearly as popular. No. But it was way more popular than any of the co-hosts he ever had. Yeah, exactly. Except so, for uh shit. Michael Medved. No, I was I was trying to think of the uh the black guy, the black conservative. The one, the one black conservative. He was he was fuck, I can't Where's think of his name. No, no, Tom it's Thomas something. Cal Thomas? Not Cal Thomas. He Thomas was better. Soul. Thomas, Thomas Soul. He Thomas was better Soul. than fucking Rush ever was. Like yeah, I was Tom- like, how does this guy not have a national show? I'd listen to him. Fucking had, do anything. Better, he had better things. That he wrote a column. I think he might still do. Yeah, he wrote know. a column and he wrote amazing books and he was a better speaker than Rush on his worst day. And like, but somehow he was he black. Couldn't get they a couldn't let him be the head of the conservative movement. They fucking need to run him for president. Well, anyway. I don't know why that right, didn't that's happen. All the, yeah, that's all the politics we got for the <laughs> so, day, folks. So, back to New Orleans. Avenue Pub after Bacchus. We didn't get any awards. But we were in Avenue Pub hanging out after Bacchus and everything. Yeah. 
just standing there waiting to use the bathroom, waiting for our food, whatever. Standing there, and there's this uh, this woman, and she's got some really badass leggings, like they're purple or pink, and they have gold, and have some like spiky stuff on it. And Mike and I were like, "Man, that is badass. That would have fit in with our thing from Spanish Town uh, yesterday." And we're like, "Those are some badass stockings you got there." She's like, "Well, thank you." So we had dress up. We weren't dressed up. We we're like, we did costume last uh, yesterday in Baton Rouge, uh, Spanish Town. We're gonna press somebody in New Orleans about Spanish Town, right? She's like, "Oh." I was in the parade, too. I was part of the band Yays, which is the other dancing group. I'm like, you know, if y'all really want to sex it up, call yourselves the Bang Yays. Uh, but they went with the Bang Yays, so that's good. Yeah. And uh, behind that. so she's like, uh, well, which float were y'all? And I said, well, we were the dongs, you know, lame old dongs. Or she was like, oh, my God, that was our favorite float. I was you like, damn right really? it was. It's like, well, fuck yeah, I appreciate that. And her friend comes out the bathroom, and she's like, they were the dongs. They were the dogs. She was like, oh, my God, that was my favorite. So I'm like, you know what? I don't need a fucking award. We go to New Orleans after Bacchus and all that, and these people are telling us we were their favorite fucking float. I believe Spanish that's what town. I said earlier. People's Choice Awards. Shit. Every year. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I'm fucking watering them ship lines, God damn it. Mm-hmm. I so, did the ship lines. <laughs> I did the ship lap. <laughs> so, uh, ship lap the fuck out of our float. Um, got a few topics. Shit out of I got a couple of talks I sent y'all. Any of those interesting? I didn't look at any of that. Yeah. Uh, How about this? Though? I was thinking about doing a shirt that just says, uh-huh. I'd Pinterest the shit out of that. I'd Pinterest the shit out of that. I like that. But I think I'd have to like censor it because I don't know if people would walk around with a shirt that says shit on it. Even though my favorite t shirt I ever saw said, There's an asshole staring at this shirt, and on the back it said, Still fucking staring at it. <laughs> well, like, but I couldn't wear that. You know, The one I, I wear. Um, one of the ones from your T Public site, which is it's got Buddha on it, and it says uh, Buddha says stop wanting stupid shit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wore that to get donuts one Saturday morning. Oh, uh, did you go, wait, wait, wait? You went to Mary Lee. I went to Mary Lee, and <laughs> uh, and Mary Lee's, as we all know, are all owned by Asians. Yeah, the Vietnamese, who are prob- who are sure, probably Buddhists. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and okay. I've got a really good rapport with the lady, mm-hmm. the, the little mm-hmm. lady that runs the one on Drusilla. Yeah. And so, like, she's she's always like trying to get me to try a new donut. Yeah. I get the same thing every time. She was like, "No, I'll try this." Like one time, she gave me a bear claw just to try it. Mm. And it's bigger than my head. It was delicious, but I felt I was sick for two days because it's just so much. What the fuck so is a bear food. claw? Bear, it's just the, the big. You know, I had a bear claw. It's a big, huge fried thing. You mean an apple fritter? No, bear claw. It wasn't the apple fritter because she made me do that too. I fucking love it. That was another thing. Merrily donuts, apple fritters. Like I could, I could. Orgasm. Yeah, well, it's just, it was just entirely <laughs> too much. On a hot, fresh apple fritter? But so yeah. we're real friendly. Every time she's eating, she's like, hey! And she starts putting my order together, stuff like that. We have a little back and forth. So which Mary Lee do you go to now? No, I went, I go in, and she takes she takes a look at my shirt, and she goes, she, her face kind of like gets still for a second, like I just farted, and she goes, what is, what what means uh, your shirt? What is that? <laughs> what is that, uh, that word? And I was like, I was like, no, it's, you know, it's one of the part of the eightfold path. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't. Uh, you know, it's just don't a, want for unneeded items. It's a, it's Stop a, wanting unnecessary it's a, things. It's a restatement, man. You know, like just paraphrasing. Suffering, I'm suffering paraf- comes from desire, and that's basically what it. And she's like, uh, okay, so you don't. It's not you don't like it. I was like, no, I'm boot. I had I had my freaking beads on. I was like, no, I've been a Buddhist for like twenty years. And she's like. Oh, okay, okay. I love you, Mr. Nick. It still took a couple of weeks before she was like, you know, like thought I was going to come in and blow myself up. Like, that's that's the feeling I got from her, where she was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get hate crime. But, like, 
you know, we're cool again. Did but you it think just... you were gonna like like go in there and like emulate yourself? Yeah, <laughs> like sit down and go hey, protest <laughs> your delicious donuts. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't wear it again. I haven't worn it again to get donuts, just because oh. it it obviously mm. made her uncomfortable. I'm, I'm sorry, but no, I. I, I will th- say though that the Mary Lee on Florida. Also by um, by Maryland, right right across from Planet Fitness. Yeah, over there on Maryland. Yeah, they're, where, mm-hmm. they're Maryland. I can't go up to Planet Fitness anymore. Why, dude? I went in and there was some dude that looked like you remember the purple Muppet from the new Muppet Show. Yeah. Okay. There was a guy behind the counter that looked like that, and I walked like the in. Big, like the big, uh, the big. No, 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 Muppet? no. The little purple one with the dreads. Oh, okay. Okay. So I walk in and I I beep, you know, I go beep. It's a Saturday morning. Walk in, beep. And I keep walking, and I hear, hey, 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 man, hey, Mr. Moore. And I look over, and the guy does this. He, like, closes his eyes and does the wave forward, like, come here, like, raise, yeah, 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 come here, come here, like that. And I was like, oh, can I help you? And he's like, yeah, And I was like, no, I'm not. Come, what, what's the deal, man? And he goes, what, uh, what plant fitness are you, you registered at? I was like, oh, the one I'm seeking. He's like, yeah, you can't. You're supposed to, you can only work out of that one because you got the $10 membership. And I'm like, I have been literally coming here for like four years. Oh, wow. Dude, and no one has ever given me a problem about it. And he's like, no, nah, man, like you, you can't. That's the point of getting the $20 membership. And like, I, he might have been new and been like trying to upsell me. Yeah. And I wasn't about to start, hey, yeah, just add another $120 to my annual budget because you want to make a sell. It's like, no, dude, you're the first person literally to ever bring this up to me ever. And he goes, I guess I'm the only one doing my job. And I'm like, I guess so. And I left. I was like, it was just like, <laughs> I mean, like, give, give me your manager and I'll transfer to this motherfucker then. Well, no, because I go to the one on Segan's closer to my office. Oh, okay. So it was just like, yeah, it was just, he's like, I'm not, this guy, this guy believes really hard in something really stupid and he's trying to make employee of the month or something and mm. I'm not even going to so, deal with it. I, mm. I mean, I don't, I don't want to give you too much shit, but as somebody who has the $20 membership, uh-huh. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, I don't. I don't see the benefit because I, I go to I go to Florida and I go to Segan and I also go to the denim one mm-hmm. and the denim one mm-hmm. they got people like that there. Like I had a, like at the denim one they're always awake. Mm-hmm. Like all the employees are always awake. Now maybe you don't experience that because you're not there at like three in the morning when I'm there. Mm-hmm. But at the Florida Boulevard and the Segan location. I'm not used to employees being awake when I go in there. You fucking show up at denim. There's somebody who's chipper. No, I don't have time for that in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> morning, Mister Weathers. Morning. Yeah, like if fella. I'm gonna have, if I'm gonna have a morning workout, so I haven't in. had coffee yet. Like I, I, I no. Walking in the Mo's. Yeah. Walking the Mo's. That well, that's see, that's that's so so. Uh, I'm trying to get off. I, I was buying like a ten pack of five hour energy. Mm-hmm. At least once a week, and sometimes supplementing it with Be Quick, who always has them two for four dollars, mm-hmm. uh, which is a fucking bargain and a half. Like Walmart, the ten pack for eighteen bucks is really good, but as far as convenience stores goes, Be Quick's two for four dollars, the next fucking best thing. But I was probably doing a dozen or more five that's, hour that's every week. Too much. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Ask me how many I've had since my birthday on Sunday. How much? Uh. A zero. Really? Yeah, you should just have coffee. I do. But, oh, oh no, no, no. I, I was also, like, whenever I would go, I go to Be Quick every morning, and I have a 48-ounce coffee mug. That's too much coffee. It's a thermos. So that's a, that's, I don't that's, drink it all. I usually yeah. don't even fill it all the way up. But it's my thermos is that size. So some days, since they only charge me for a refill of Be Quick, 
which is 98 cents. Some I, days I, I will just fill it up with coffee. I just felt my stomach gurgle at the mention of that. Just on the off chance that I have one of those days where I need a fuck ton of coffee. <laughs> and then, but I would always like have like a half hour, half of a five-hour energy before my workout and sometimes in the evening. Uh, See, I've gotten crazy scientific about my caffeine intake. Like they did a study with Navy SEALs, mm-hmm. like in the middle of training where they're like completely sleep deprived, you know. Um, and they, they had them do a... a a cognitive test where they had to it's like spatial reasoning and things like that they had them take it and then half of them well they split them into thirds so you had your test group i mean your control group and then you had a group that got coffee and a group that got like red bull five hour energy style you know mm-hmm. uh, uppers anybody and, mix it with theanine i don't know theanine uh it it whenever you take it with caffeine it takes the edge off of the caffeine. Well, I, I don't it believe so. It takes the so. jitters off. I, I think they were just comparing like natural sources of Not caffeine versus, versus a artificial wake-up. Um, and they had them take it again. Now, there was a slight improvement in the people that took the artificial stuff, but there's a marked improvement for a good 45 minutes after drinking coffee with, you know, with the test just for it's coffee. the heat, too. I, I don't know. Maybe. But... Um, I also read that drinking coffee first thing is not a good idea because you're you're kickstarting your brain before your brain is really kind of getting right. getting going. It's like hitting nitrous on an engine you just started. Um, so give it an hour. And then if you want another cup of coffee, it's pointless to drink that until about 1.30 because that's when you need that other little peak. And that way you're not just running over, you know, you're not overclocking your brain. You're uh, just like, here's another But see, my thing, boost. like, I don't drink the coffee because I'm like, I need caffeine. Like, I drink the coffee because I legitimately like my coffee. I do, too. And, and I drink good coffee, but I... I drink I good mean, coffee, too, and I actually quit. I don't do, uh, I don't do cream or sugar or any of that anymore. Yeah. I have, no, oh. no, I have muscle milk protein powder oh. that normally you would mix in and make like a shake. I just put coffee. like half a scoop of that into my thermos. Uh-huh. I actually keep the little blender ball things in my thermos. Oh yeah, the blender ball. And uh, and shake it up, and so it gives my coffee a little sweetness. Clacka, clacka, clacka. Muscle milk doesn't have sugar in it, so I'm not getting sugar, and mm. I'm getting a good flavor. No, I just drink yeah. my black. Well, that's, I, I, I used, used to do that too, I but I saw little, uh, I saw a reason to get my protein in there too, so I was like, yes. yeah. Well, I use a little a little stovetop espresso things like they use in Italy. Mm. I never go back. Somebody fucking fancy. Mm. They're they're cheap. You can get for like twenty. Bucks. I saw it when I was in Italy on yeah. a holiday. Mm. I didn't. It was actually um, America's Test Kitchen. They did, <laughs> they did a test on on uh, best best um, ways to make coffee. So so that's something new. I need to watch once I'm through with binging with Babish. Which if you're not fucking watching yeah, binging with Babish on YouTube, you fucking need to. Have you ever seen him, Jeremy? No. This no. dude, he like he watched. I guess. He watches a lot of TV, or people submit TV shows to him. Like, if there's ever a TV show and they talk about a food, or like there's a favorite thing on there, he's like, "Let's make this in real life and see how to make it." And he makes it the way they say it, ah. and it usually is shitty. And then he's and like, then he "Let's do it. this right." Let's do it right. Oh yeah. He even tried to do the. Uh, this maybe I shouldn't talk about this on the same episode where we talk about me and Jeremy dancing in the street together. But By the, the way, ep- I have not shared that video. Uh, the episode that- of. That video of us dancing, it's, you have to look for it yourself. But yeah. basically, we, it came to our attention because one of our uh, Shannon works with uh, a guy, and he filmed it and shared it. And because he's part of the LGBT community, we were a hit yeah. in hey, that community. Fucking right. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. Uh, but so not, not, to, not to probably double down on that, but the episode of Friends where uh, Rachel... 
makes the, the trifle. The trifle, yeah. yeah. And, she, and yeah, the pages yeah. get stuck together. And she does shepherd's the tri- pie, shepherd's pie, and trifle, and trifle. <laughs> together. And everybody hates it except Joey. Yeah, and he tries to make that, and then he tries to make it good. And the consensus is, there's no way to make. There's that no good. way to make that good. You could make a, uh, you can make a savory trifle. You can pull that off if you really want. You'd have to redo the whole. Yeah, but you can't really do it with shepherd's pie, though. It's no, not, not a good... with shepherd's pie. No, yeah. So you were going with the Buddhist angle. Was that going towards the uh, Steven Seagal uh, story? Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, let's it talk about now. Steven Seagal. So uh, I saw this on Twitter. This is for real. He shared this. Uh, Steven Seagal is in the news, uh, obviously not because of a movie, but uh, because or of... because of his martial arts prowess. No, no. Uh, this is the title of this article from Bitcoin with three I's, B-I-T-C-O-I-I-N, numeral two... Bitsion. Numeral two, G-E-N dot P-R dot C-O. That is the domain. That's where I buy all my Bitcoin. Yeah. The title is Zen Master Steven Seagal has become the brand ambassador of Bitcoin to Gin. And he tweeted this out. I again remind you, he tweeted this out, so it is legit. It says Hollywood action star Steven Seagal has become the brand master, brand ambassador of Bitcoin to Gin, which is uh, in parentheses B2G. B2G. You damn right. February 13th, 2018, Hong Kong, colon, Hollywood Number one actor. super guy. Hollywood actor Steven Seagal has become a believer of Bitcoin to gin. The Hollywood action star will be representing the leading cryptocurrency organization Bitcoin to gin as brand ambassador. Steven Seagal is an American actor, producer, screenwriter, director, martial artist, and musician who holds American, Russian, and Serbian citizenship. A beast. A beast on the ukulele, son. Fuck yeah. As a Buddhist, Zen teacher, and healer, Steven lives by the principles that the development of the physical self is essential to protect the spiritual man. He believes that what he does in his life is about leading people into contemplation to wake them up and enlighten them in some manner. These are precisely the objectives. Of the Bitcoin to gin. Somebody had to scroll up. I was like, yeah, ah, to empower on the, on the, the, the mezcal is mezzin with my eyes. It's good uh, shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, pass that on over to Sonny. Uh, pass that duchy to the left hand. These side. are precisely the objecti- objectives of the Bitcoin to gin to empower the community by providing a decentralized P2P payment system because they don't own wallet. Yeah. yeah, mining Bitcoin's eco- not based on being mining ecosystem and robust blockchain platform without the need of any third party. God. Damn! If you're a if you're a libertarian out there, you just came in your pants when I read that. Did you say Steven Seagal? Oh, did you say blockchain cryptocurrency? Wait, 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 which Steven Seagal? Ecosystem? Is it? Is it? Is it? Uh, 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 was it? Uh, Without a third party? No, the the uh, ah, fuck the one with uh, was the, it on deadly ground? Steven was it, Seagal. Was it Steven Seagal in uh, fucking the one with the boat? Under Siege. Under Siege, yeah. Okay, Under Siege Not one. Under Siege 2. Dark no, 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 no. Under Siege the first 1 was Boat. Under Siege 2 was Train. First train. It had a great knife fight in it, though. It there, did. There was oh, yeah, like, fuck, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. I actually dropped a ref- uh, an Under Siege 2 Dark Territory reference this week. God, I love because it. Of the fucking, uh, because I dropped the, the C word in reference to somebody, and somebody who I'm no longer friends with uh, apparently had a fetish with, troll- with, with uh, stalking uh. my threads for whenever I use, like literally he would stalk my threads looking for whenever the word. The, what do you say, cunt? The cunt was in Like were you invention. really friends with that guy? Yeah, he was God. a cunt. He was a cunt. Uh. I'm no longer friends with him because he's a cunt. You but yeah, so is it that Steven Seagal or is it Steven Seagal in the one where he's a Native American oil 
guy on Deadly Ground. Oh, that's on Deadly Ground. On yes. Deadly Ground. Or is it the Steven Seagal now where he's doing martial arts uh, expos in Russia and uh, like touching Russian soldiers and they just fall? I, I think that's a work, is what they call that. That is not a shoot, <laughs> dude. Have you seen Have you seen the uh, video of him getting choked out? Yeah, yeah, gorgeous moment. I love this. Nobody can choke me out. The uh, oh. in, in bold uh, italics pull quote. It says Zen Master Stephen mentioned an old Chinese saying quote Flow with whatever may happen and let your mind be free. Stay centered by accepting whatever you are doing. This is the ultimate. Just go with the flow. Let them fuck you so, in the ass. So, so the so the the old Chinese quote is "Let your love flow like a mountain stream." <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're gonna if you're gonna jump into like some 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 instant <laughs> cryptocurrency that's just popping up now, I would Atari just came out with one. Uh, or maybe you can Atari just came out with cryptocurrency. Yeah, or maybe you can invest in Dogecoin. Yeah. They, they sponsored a NASCAR. Yeah, they made so much money overnight that they. They were like, one weekend, they were just like, I'm going to make cryptocurrency off the doge, off the dog meme. And then the next weekend, they're like, okay, we have so much money now, we could sponsor a NASCAR. Like yeah. the whole car. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. did. For Bitcoin. Well, at least they were responsible. Hmm? Well, yeah, I think it's completely crashed. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. <laughs> it's but cra- for a little while. It, which crashed first, the coin or the car? I don't know if I don't think the, coin, yeah, what, the, the what, car finished like, high. I, I saw something the other day about a NASCAR driver had disappeared and like he was found in a hospital and like there's some controversy or mystery around. It. Do you know anything about I that? Nothing. I don't know. I'll see Clarence Bugs Friday. He might know something about it. He's a big NASCAR fan. Apparently. I don't. I fucking. I was literally at the gym running. Uh, I like to do Sunday run days, but my Sunday run day was interrupted because it was my birthday, mm. and then my Monday run day was interrupted because Sunday would have been my birthday. <laughs> so I did my Sunday run day on Tuesday. And uh, it was it was on the news whenever I was there. And I, I hadn't seen anything about that. I don't know. Weird. Um, continuing, it says for Bitcoin to Gen, the choice of Zen Master. They don't even talk. It's just the choice of not the Zen Master, but just Zen, Zen Master. Master. It's assumed Zen Master it's, is Steven it's Seagal. It's you understood. You know, the yeah. is implied. Yeah, Steven Seagal is obviously a brand ambassador. Obviously, this extends our long term commitment towards the community. When long you're looking to buy Russian slave communi- girls. Nothing, Use Bitcoin to gin. Nothing says long-term commitment like cryptocurrency. Nothing says lady out of a shipping container like Bitcoin <laughs> to gin. Yes. And Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal is a man of diverse character. Like, seriously, if you want to have a good time, just look up, just look up Tom Segura talking about Steven Seagal. He it's, was offered the glorious. sponsorship of all those companies that are like, we'll scan the dark web for your information. He was like, no, no, I need something reputable. <laughs> Bitcoin, Tujin, it speaks to me. He's a man of diverse character whose spiritual beliefs and humanity are woven into every aspect of his life. He's a man who wears a gi everywhere he goes. No, a kimono. Kimono. Yeah, kimono. Everywhere he goes. Most of us know Steven. Heading to Russia? I need to get my uh, Russian kimono. I'm going to Russia. He didn't wear a gi when he was a uh, deputy in Jefferson Parish. Well, no, he's I bet on the he job. Fucking did. <laughs> he had a little badge on his gi. I think he swapped back. You know, I can guarantee you, he had on the uh, fucking uh, the little wraparound Japanese diaper underwear. So he oh, didn't. Yeah. He didn't wear. Dude, have a you gi? worn any of that? Hmm? Pick. Look, I, I saw you, you. You nod there. Go online. Oh, I believe. Pick that. yourself up some of the it's a Japanese wrapper on under what it is is just like seven feet of of cotton I'd love right? to see him roll up in a camp in Grand Isle say excuse me citizen <laughs> he didn't, <so laughs> I heard you're dealing that, that shit that should hold your package in place like through a hurricane like you just you wrap around you're good to go 
nice and breathy. And like works with jeans, no line or nothing. So oh, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. He didn't wear a gi, but he did drive a Carmen Ghia. So. Oh wow! Uh, mm. oh. I'll show. My, I'll show myself. I, som- I sometimes cook with gi. G h e e clarified butter. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. It's called. I ghee. don't understand. That it's reference. called gi. Yes, I didn't know that. Is. I fucking learned something. New. French guy named Guy. I don't know. Oh, French go. guy. You shave off your eyebrows with this. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to kill yourself. <laughs> so, most of us know Stephen for his start roles. cutting off some tattoos. Most of us know Stephen for his roles as an action hero. Call it an obsession or calling it or a calling, but Stephen mastered martial arts at an early age, becoming a seventh degree black belt and a keto master. His films include box office success such as. Yeah, we know about Stephen Seagal, but don't call it a comeback because he's been here for years. Well, yeah. he, he started. A, he had a dojo they, in Japan. Oh, and they go through all of this. Like, then they get to about Bitcoin too. Gn, by the way, seven paragraphs on Seagal. Like they spend was, thirty minutes sucking Stephen Seagal's dick. Oh, by the way, in his here's defense, what we're talking about. In his defense, they did give him a subway car that only needed two more stamps to get that free six inch <laughs> sub. And, and Stephen Seagal's world, that's gold. <laughs> It, you're not buying. You're not buying Bitcoin. I you're buying Kelly LeBron. God, God damn it! When she was hot, shit. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like that uh, that that yeah, uh, correspondence course thing with Sally Struthers. You weren't buying TV VCR or gun repair. You were buying Sally Struthers. Yeah. And in this case, you're buying Steven. You're Seagal. buying Steven Seagal. You're not buying cryptocurrency. You're not buying Bitcoin. You're investing in Steven Seagal. You're investing in Steven Seagal. And what better investment? What 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 can you put your money in? What's, what's a more sound investment than Steven's fucking Seagal? Uh, old school bus that hadn't run in fifteen years. Well, yeah, there's that. Like if I was gonna put, let's say I'm gonna blow a hundred bucks. As bad a shape as that, as bad as as bad a shape as that bus is in, you know it's not gonna put on eighty pounds and lose half of its hair and be like, Bleh. the fuck are you looking at me and, for? <laughs> Jesus, I'm sitting right here. Putting I thought on 80 we were pounds crew. Sexy sunny. Uh, I, I just, get it. I've gained 15 pounds. I just, uh, I love Robert Rao, you know, from uh, There if, Can Be Only One. If we're going to do a total crossover podcast, we've got to mention There Can Be Only One. Robert Rao. Well, we've got uh, we've, we've to do There Can Only Be One podcast with him. We oh. Gotta, we got to go, well, three was We do, watch we movie. do. We need to watch do Watch two th- movies. I don't, have you done it yet? No, not yet. Dude, I've done a couple, and ah. it's, a, it's a good way to spend a Sunday. Oh, okay. I've never been invited. Wow, you mention, you, mention you want to do it. That's mention all it you takes. Want to do it. That's all it takes. I, hey, I don't know. Robert? I don't know. I thought whenever I fucking gave him a movie, one of my fucking favorite movies, and they did Fortress, uh, I thought maybe I would have gotten invited. But no. Nah, you you got to let him know. You got to let him know. You got to yeah. stay on his radar. Mm. Robert's so, a busy man. Is he? He is. Dude's got <laughs> he's got irons in the fire all over the place. He's got movies to watch. God damn it, two at a time. Yeah. And if, if anything, like so, two the, at if, a time. if the movie if the movie is boring, you can uh, you can start. Quizzing Herman Omega Prime Davis about taxi driving, oh, which yeah. I, fascinates me. Like oh. he's like, oh, it's nothing. I'm like, no, dude, seriously, you're like people make movies about your career. Like, tell me stories. He's like, ah, no, it's See, it's not. All and, right, and like whip out a story that's just like the most interesting fucking thing. So yeah, it's a good way to spend a Sunday. So uh, before we start wrapping up here, I uh, I'm texting somebody to let them know we're about ready to wrap up here, but. Uh, that reminds me. Thanks for that uh, beautiful segue there. Um, so, I had a question. How many, you know, taxi drivers are getting threatened by Uber and Lyft and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, because they're big, they're, they're big. I mean, we went to Vegas and we didn't t- catch a taxi. We had the shuttle from 
from the hotel to the strip, but then we always Ubered yeah. or lifted back. Piece of cake. So, yeah, it was easy. And now they have Uber Express Pool. Yeah. Have you seen that shit? No. Okay, so what Uber... There's Uber Pool, which is where you have you carpool in an Uber. Yeah. Several other people, and they come pick you up. and So you, right. you split the difference for the right. ride. Yeah. Now they have Express Pool, which is they're like, okay, we'll pick you up here. Like, this is your location. Give us a second. Okay, if you walk to here... We'll pick you up, and it's way too, it's like it's like a bus, but you know, in a private car. Okay. Um, now, what I've what I've heard about it is, yeah, just take the bus. But mm-hmm. if you're in Baton Rouge, chances are you ain't taking the bus. No, take no, take no, Uber no, Express no. pool. Take Uber like, Ex- yeah. I, I've I've considered it. I'm like, is this feasible? Like uh, one thing about Baton Rouge is that we don't have a ton of Uber drivers. Like as far as I've uh-huh. seen, like it's not. You know, they, not as robust. You can do it, but it's not like you know, yeah, Seattle. Yeah, I, I, I heard everybody's like, "We're gonna Uber to Spanish Town." I was like, "Good luck with that." No. Yeah, it's gonna be a hundred bucks, uh, and you're gonna fucking wait for an hour mm-hmm. or three. So basically, what I was well, Todd, <laughs> various people back <laughs> yes. and forth. So the way Uber works and the way Lyft works as well is uh, drivers get rated. You know, you have you you can rate them one star, five star, whatever. Based on the cleanliness of the vehicle, Better driving, all the water in there waiting for me. Yeah, look, just look. all the you know all the intangibles. Every time and I've Ubered too, man, it's fucking nothing but pros. I'm like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, every time you're in a taxi, it's like I'm, I might get murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Uber's it's always been a clean car. Yeah, now it's got a little bottle of water waiting for me. What people don't realize though is and that uh, or not. sometimes I fucking like a good taxi ride though. <laughs> I like feeling gritty and grimy. Is there a hidden camera? That's in what here? Chicago's for. Chicago's a great place to catch a taxi. Because you're like, you know what? This dude doesn't care. Like, we were coming out of the Field Museum, and there's you know a whole line of taxis waiting Marshall there. Marshall Field? Well, the first, taxi, the first taxi in line is one of those uh, vans that's handicap accessible. And so we went to the car behind it. And the guy goes, no, no, no. And he was going to take us until the dude in the van was like, ah, no, that's my fare. And uh, we were like, no, no. Why don't you hang out in case somebody in the wheelchair comes along? He's like, no, it's my turn. So we rode in the seat in the handicap accessible van. So there's like the big opening for where a wheelchair goes oh. and then a seat in the back oh. with no seat belts that if it slams on the brakes, you've got a good three feet of metal right, right. to land face first uh, into. Like the, old, like the old school bus going to school days. So that was exciting. So, yeah. yeah. So my, can, I, can I real quick just tell my favorite cab ride story? Hit sure. Me. So uh, I am 18. We are in New Orleans. It's so Mardi Gras. 22 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, okay, it's, continue. it's cause it was it was actually my golden birthday year because I turned 18 on the 18th and it was during Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Mm. Needless to say, shenanigans were ensuing. Oh. Uh, we we found an off-duty limo and we each gave the dude 20 bucks and he brought us to Bourbon Street. And then we were catching a taxi back after a night of shenanigans and we caught a, uh, a Liberty cab which has got like the Liberty Bell on the door. And it was a, it was a large man driving it. Mm. And he was like, you know, I'm not supposed to have anybody in the front seat or more than three in the back, but I'll take the seven of y'all. So, <laughs> so we're, so there's, there's literally one person in the front seat. Let me use some of this Popeye's grease yeah. I got on my fingers to there's, lube the door for you. There's one person in the front seat, and in the back seat, there's three of us sitting and three of us on laps. So he knew it smells great. He, but he, yeah. we're all fucking wrecked. But he knew he, he knew what he was getting into because he was like, you know, and so like, 
I give the dude a fucking 20 out the gate, like, just for agreeing to bringing us. Yeah. And so we get out, and we pay for the cab, and we tip him again, but he didn't think it was good enough. What? Uh, to the point where he was like, I fucking broke all the rules for y'all. Y'all better come up with some more money. Oh, shit. And, and, and to this day, it's still with my family members that still go down there. Like, I could probably put it on a t-shirt and sell it to them. There'll be blood in the streets of New Orleans. <laughs> Did he tell you Is that? what he said Holy to us. Holy shit. And we were like, peace out, bro. We running. Oh, good luck catching us. Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends who, said, who lives in New Orleans posted he had it's a guy. It's weird that I've been anti-cab ever well, since. Well, a guy came up to him and was like, hey, man, you got you got, any ca- you got a, a dollar? And he's like, no, nah, man, I'll carry cash. And he's like, well, there's an ATM right around the corner. Oh, like, what? This is a businessman. This is not wow. a panhandler. Yeah. Damn. Like if he'd have whipped out a, you know, his phone had a tile on it, or, or like one of the, the square. I got page. square. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. I got a PayPal account right here. You go percentage email. wise, whatever. So they brought up Uber and, and Lyft because what people don't realize, what people do realize, but a lot of people don't, is that not only the drivers get rated, but the passengers do too. Because you're a user. You, you, you yeah. sign up and you have a profile on there and you get rated. So the drivers can decide whether they want to pick up your ass or not. Mm-hmm. So. If they see you got a two or a three star rating, chances are they might be picking up your ass. Well for you to get yeah, you might be a while. So here's my question: How many people have broken up with somebody because that person was fucking up their Uber or Lyft rating? I'd say there's a couple second dates that were final dates because of that. You think? Yeah, dude. If like yeah. if like you live somewhere where you're like you're. You know, and, and the current generation is the one that's going to be, the, the current generation of teens are the ones that are going to be real heavy into like ride sharing and like, mm. you know, GM yeah. is working the on sharing, cars uh, that, that you rent, you know, They're growing up you in the borrow. sharing economy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you Uber everywhere, that's your primary form of transportation. Right. If you're like getting not getting rides because you, you see your star drop. That, that's grounds that, for like that was an episode of uh, with with it was a Dallas, Bryce Dallas Howard was uh, in an episode of Black Mirror season yes. three I think where which you, China is doing have you seen they that? are doing that yeah you have your, Sonny have yeah. you seen this shit no China now like you okay in in China they're working on a, a oh, oh, facial yeah, recognition yeah, 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 thing yeah, yeah. where they they rate your I'm sorry I do yeah 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 they rate you as a person. And so, like, are you rude? Mm. Do you litter? Are you like, yeah, you know? And so you get a you get a number. You get a number. You get a rating. Yeah. And uh, so, but basically, like, you could be downgraded for being a bad tipper. You could be mm. downgraded for uh, throwing up or shitting or pissing Body or passing order. out in somebody's General car. Just, I, I think the other down jar. Or uh, I think the bitching about the way they drive there. or the route they're taking or. Like, just shut the fuck up. Let I me think drive. they have to put the reason that you're a shitty pet, like why they rate. Like, I don't think you should just be able to give somebody one star or five stars. You ought to have to. You ought to I have to justify I'm, that. I'm shit. not a driver, but I would imagine you'd have a way to go just in like there and, notes. and like, no, 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 no. It should be required. Okay. Like, uh, he was a shitty tipper, or he was drunk. You know, because like shitty tipper, like, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe you were kind of a dick to him like mm. there should be a correlation like you get to see what he rated you yeah like maybe yeah. you didn't get a tip because you fucking smelled like feet <laughs> well yeah. every time I've used it it's, it's always been a nice car and the driver's been just terribly polite right come out get your bags you know all that um, so well, we never yeah. had any bags to worry about in Vegas but they were all very cool one dude I thought you was like a 
One dude was almost like, you know, oh, oh, here are the tanks over here that the guy in the Mirage, or uh, not the Mirage, but the... Bellagio. Bellagio. The, the, the oh, my God. How did we fucking both come the with sh- Bellagio? The shooter. It wasn't the Bellagio. It was, was it the Bellagio? No, it wasn't the Bellagio. The shooter's not a hotel. The shooter. The Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Jesus was, Christ. That's how you call out the Mandalay Bay? You're like, you know, the place where you go to murder people. Yeah, it was the Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Jesus. Anyway, he was trying to point out where the tanks were that the guy dark. shot at. He says, you can see him. It's hard to see at night, but if you come by during the daytime. Very friendly and everything. Why would you want to see that? Well, I mean, you're there. It's you're like there. when you go to the state capitol, you're like, see, that's the bullet hole. Well, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure yeah. they've replaced those windows since then. Oh, I'm sure they got well, no, I'm talking about sweet. that. I'm talking about the tanks at the airport that the guy tried to fire into to blow them up. Oh, I thought you were talking about the No, the fuel sh- tanks at the airport. Remember, he was trying to fire into the tanks at no. the airport. You never heard about that? No. That was the thing. They were saying he was firing at the tanks, these giant fuel tanks, because the airport was like a mile away or where, how, not that far away. And he didn't understand how... Uh, Physics Gasoline works. Yeah, or oh. or J fuel, jet fuel, JP five, whatever, and uh, basically Angles. kerosene. And <laughs> he was trying to mile. he was trying to penetrate the uh, with a shell. He was trying to uh, get into the tank and make them blow up because that's where all the people were running. And then you blow up those tanks where everybody's running for shelter. And then boom, you have mayhem. God, Man, people you, are dickheads. You know, mm. you know, my life has been so much better since I just quit watching the fucking news. <laughs> It helps a lot. It does Ooh. help. That was the great thing about Vegas. It was like we were unplugged for a week, and it was just we went hiking and walking along in the strip, and yeah. just like I'm telling you, was, and seeing shows and going to the uh, Hoover Dam. It was hop, awesome. I hop on some like an uh, like even sometimes on Facebook, like you see this just fucking crazy horrible news story, and I'm like, oh man, this fucking brings my whole day down. But then like I'll go for a month and I don't watch the news. I don't listen to any of it, and. And like they're, you know, you see something like Baton Rouge is horrible. It's a cesspool of murder and death. Meanwhile, I fucking walk outside my house in the middle of Baton Rouge in not the greatest area. I'm like, I just hear birds chirping. Yeah. You know, there's a cat. My neighbor's cat's yeah. running through my yard. You need, I'm to like, un- you need to unfriend John Delgado. Like, I've been here for 40 years and I had a car broken into because I was 15 and pulled up in my friend's apartment every day bumping music. Yeah, I'm shocked it only happened once. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I don't. Yeah, the weirdest thing about moving here from, you know, for, for a decade I lived right off government. And like when I walk my dogs at night. You moved out of mid city whenever you're like, all these fucking hipster assholes, I got to get out of here. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I'd walk my, and it was before it started, like that people started putting money into it. But like I'd walk my dogs. I still don't see that fucking beer garden, by the way. Well, they'll get yeah. there. <laughs> Shit's happening bit by bit. Mm. It's getting nicer. Yeah, but why don't they fucking gentrify Sherwood and Broadmoor, goddammit? Mm. You can still save us. <laughs> but no, I'm walking my dogs and I could hear you could hear gunshots you know oh yeah it's a good deal off but I don't hear any of those now I thought I heard gunshots last week but turns out and this happens every fucking year every fucking year see where we live we're not that far from the uh, the Buddhist temple mm-hmm. on Monterey yeah oh, and, yeah. oh uh, Chinese New Year Chinese, Chinese New Year, Year. Tet bitch look, and, look. and uh, so this year we were actually in bed That's so we're, offensive we had, and, and uh, so Tet normally bitch. it was normally what was it called Tet Tet it's called Tet Offensive god damn it <laughs> history buffs are laughing their dick off James Brown better have appreciated my Tet Offensive <laughs> so offensive uh we, Normally, we would still be up watching TV, but this night we went to bed a little bit earlier than normal, so about 11, I was just nodding off, and I went, pop, 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 pop. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I wake up, there's a fucking shootout, the cops, and some bad guys, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I hear it, and I'm like, 
oh, fuck, they're firing off fireworks. And they went on for a while. I'm like, man, they are really happy about this year of the dog shit. Um, they went on. It was a lot longer than I, than I remember, but. Every year, it just happens once a year, so yeah. you don't know it's coming unless well, you just uh, it, uh, unless you're a Buddhist like Nick, you know it's coming. A friend of mine, Ryland, lived next door to a, a Pakistani family, uh-huh. and like growing up, they were they were always real quiet. They never came. I never saw him. He you know saw the guy getting his mail once or twice. But the reason he knew they were Pakistani is because once a year, for like three days. Their front yard would fill up with cars, and it was the loudest, most insane fucking party he'd ever seen. He's like, dude, they turn on that stereo, and they're blaring like, ah, ah, that music, like, for three days. Three days. And there's just drinking and insanity and screams. Pakistani's drinking? What religion is this? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I just know the story he told me. I it's never like got to a Pakistani it. quinceanera. I don't know. Maybe they're like, we're in the States. We can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of fireworks, by the way, whoever, if you, if you uh, in New Orleans are like, hey, Bacchus is rolling, it's Mardi Gras, let's celebrate, I'm going to fire off some fireworks over here yeah, a couple of blocks that. away from the parade route. If you do that, like, I'm not talking about just some kid, some piece of shit kid throwing some cheap ass firecrackers at people's feet on St. Charles Street. I'm talking about professional fireworks a couple of blocks down towards the river. Booms. Boom, 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 to where people in the band and chaperones and band members are ducking and looking for gunfire or people are freaking out because they don't see it. And the people on the other side by the Burger King are looking away from it and they don't see it. The only people seeing it are us on the neutral ground looking towards the river. And we're like, oh, oh, it's it's fireworks. fireworks. And then they do it again later. And there's a band in front of me and there's a chaperone. I'm like, nah, it's all good. It's fire. It's fireworks. They they should be able to find you and just beat the ever living shit out of you if you do that, because it's New Orleans, it's Bacchus, and you have no business firing off fireworks in the middle well, of I a think fucking people, Mardi Gras I think parade. people visiting New Orleans should leave their preconceived notions of you know violence and whatnot at the door, because New Orleans is the Crescent City and that's where people go to have fun. So mm, yeah. maybe, maybe if you weren't all uh, paranoid and were like these oh, are locals, these oh. are locals who were freaking the fuck out. I mean, I hear gunshots sometimes, but also now it's that... because I'm drunk in my front yard firing a gun. But, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not a gun guy. I'm a knife guy. Like, like if, 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 if... Guns if, don't make... Uh, yeah, knives don't knives make noise. Knives are silent. <laughs> knives are very uh, silent. But... I need a silencer for my knife. Yeah, you know, some of my friends are like, oh, oh you, you hear all those gunshots. And I was like, well, I mean, it's not like I'm not in Walker all the time anyway now. Like, you still hear fucking gunshots out there. And they're like, yeah, but they're hunting. I was like, well, they're doing the same thing in Baton Rouge. Different They're hunting the most dangerous No, probably game. not. <laughs> All right, we need to wrap this up. We've been going on for a while. This has been fun, man. I appreciate you letting us do this over here, dude. Anytime. This um, is fun. I'm, I'm looking to upgrade my, my setup. So, oh, I thought uh, you were going to say I'm Nick Moore. Yeah, I was I looking at we Nick, Nick right Moore. Like, God damn, he's jumping right in it. I'm no. a wide mouth frog. <laughs> uh, and with that, I'm Nick Moore. I'm Jeremy White. I'm not James Brown. I'm Sonny Weathers. And, and you've been dorked. You've been listening to the Red Stick Podcast. Dork around, shticks. Stick around, folks. Mulholla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs>